Hello, party people of the world. You're here with Danny and Evan on the first cut. Uh, how's it going, Evan? Hey. 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 <laughs> uh, what are we doing today, buddy? Uh, post-hardcore. That's what we're Post, doing. Post-hardcore. Post-nard-snores. And we're going to go ahead and kick things off with the band Snag, the album Snag, and the song Snag, uh, no, Flowers in the Springtime, <laughs> uh, and then in parentheses for David Buckle. Uh, Evan, how you doing today, buddy? Just fine. Are you sure? Yes. How sure? Um, three sure. That's not that sure. Three sure out of five. Yeah, true. So, I want to take a minute to talk about, uh, post-hardcore in general before we start talking about this band, because I think there's kind of, um... Despite the fact that I think post-hardcore is a bit of a nebulous genre, um, a little bit of a nebulous genre, uh, I think there are still misconceptions about what it is and what it isn't, for that matter. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people naturally, when they think of post-hardcore, they gravitate towards like, yeah, metal. And that is like one of the very few things that I would say like, no. No, it is not. Uh, does it have some metal tones? Maybe. Yeah, sure. Uh, could it go into territories of metal? Yeah. Okay. But it definitely is not metal. Um, sorry, one sec. Get my water championship on. Um, Post-hardcore. Sponsor us. Sponsors or fight us. Aquafina. Um, Post-hardcore, as most... Well, I mean, all post-genres are Is derived from hardcore And hardcore is derived from punk Hardcore kind of stemmed in the, in the wake of the advent of punk To be a much more intense, uh, visceral form of punk Whereas, you know, punk was more political Fuck the man, you know, this, that, and whatever uh, Hardcore was more... Well, I'd say, yeah, I'd say that punk, so it's like, you know, you have, like, you have, like, The Clash and, like, yeah. you know, like, early, early punk and, and like, Ramones and shit, but then, you know, like, Sex Dead Pistols. Kennedys, like, you know, yeah. we're, we're, like, we're, like, hey, like, we just, we want people to get hurt at our shows, yeah. and we want to, like, really say fuck you to the government yep, and yep, yep. really say, you know, say some shit that's going to piss people off, and so, yeah, that, that, I think that's where hardcore yeah. I guess came out. And hardcore, yeah, was more um, of a, a, like, I, in my opinion, I'd say it was more of like a driven, visceral version of that, where the music was more taken to an extreme than the message, necessarily. And that's, I think, why a lot of people, when they think of hardcore, they go, yeah, metal. Because, like, you know, metal's hard, hardcore is hard, hardcore must be metal which is not true. Um, I mean, there's a lot of fucking really rough, heavy uh, genres that are not metal. Hardcore is just a phenomenal example of which. Which, you know, we covered grindcore, and I think we talked about this a little bit in that, that grindcore actually was like the culmination of hardcore and metal, but it leads more into hardcore than metal. Leads? Leans more into hardcore than metal. Wow, this is well, taking really a while to fucking... Really buffering hard. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. So, yeah, I guess when I think of like post hardcore, I think of like, 
you know, its origins or whatnot. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, I definitely think of like the late nineties. Um, sure. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I can, I'm not definitely an expert in post-hardcore, but I, I think definitely like at the drive-in were one of the most like oh, yeah. famous yeah, yeah, yeah. and well-known. There's like fucking Husker do and, oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, and, and so like, uh, you know, and bands like that. And I, I don't know, I guess I think about like the, the post, uh, prefix in any like musical genre. Uh, and I think about like what it means and I don't know if there's like a ton of homogeneity so to speak I don't know if there's like a lot of like if it means the same thing for every genre but generally when I think like let's say you know post rock or or post punk or post hardcore I I almost want to say and I haven't really put a lot of thought into this but I almost want to say that I have like, an opinion on that, it but I'll let you say yeah I almost think that like the post prefix like almost suggests like a more um like a more uh, introspective and like emotional um uh, visceral uh, uh like connotation to the music because right. i think like when post-punk you know you think of like joy division yeah. it's like they took punk but it made it they made it way more sad and like introspective right. and and depressing i would and, say that there's definitely an element of that my big thing the way i feel it and to be fair i've seen a lot of people say this as well so this is not like uniquely my opinion but the big thing with post is that it's more of a divergent of whatever the thing you're talking about is so it's a way of saying like we're going to broaden and become more than just what this is so uh, it's it's interesting that like it's certainly not like i mean by its definition i would say it's kind of progressive in that way but not progressive in the sense that you would refer to it musically but yeah adding post typically kind of means more like we are rooted in that but we're spanning out to become more than what that is in whatever way seems to make sense um and that's why you see a lot more emotional um post hardcore than hardcore you see a lot more stuff that's like technical or jazzy or yeah, you fucking know, it's like... add some ska or whatever like there's all sorts of variants and post hardcore i've seen used a lot to describe most mid noughties emo bands as well and for a long time i didn't get that but if you accept that that is like the the greater definition i could see it so like granted when i think of post-hardcore i think of you know the bands we talked about i think of like the fall of troy i think of i mean i wouldn't say converge but um uh i would just call i would think they're metalcore yeah exactly they definitely but like really took the metal thing and ran the metal with thing it. yeah pretty hard but yeah um which of course that's a whole other fucking thing we can talk about that's gonna be a whole other list at some point but um yeah you know i i think of like i've heard a lot of people say bands like like oh well hawthorne heights like they're post-hardcore yeah, and for a long time i was like the emo, yeah. really and if you if you use that kind of broad paintbrush i could see it but i do st- definitely think that it's more emo than post-hardcore um, but Speaking of emo, it was really cool to hear that uh, My Chemical Romance had a... Had a I've heard My Chemical a... Romance be called that too, by the way. Yeah. But I... Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's cool. They had a, what, a stint of shows, I think. It's snowing again. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I love it. I hate it. Very Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, they're doing the whole reunion And it's like, oh, that's that's awesome, man. Like, yeah. I hope it works out. I, I think they were like, My Chemical Romance was like the cream of the crop emo band in my eyes. Like, they're just so fucking awesome. Like, super creative and, like, interesting. And, I like, Yeah, I loved My Chemical Romance. I don't know if I would say they were the cream of the crop to me, but I certainly understand why someone would say that. Um, yeah, anyways. I do well, like who's, who's one the of... the creamiest for you? Um, I don't know. I'll have to, I'd have to think about that. But I was going to say, I do I do really like that this one of the this band's genres is, uh, they say, climate core, because they talk about, like, like uh, climate change. And uh, as you can see right here, they say, like, uh, climate anxiety. I'll come back to the emo question probably after we're done talking about this band. That'll give me more time to think. But, um, yeah, this band is fucking cool. Um, and of course, yeah, I do like anything relating to fucking uh, you, bitch. Sorry. I feel like I, I feel like that's kind of neat. Like I, I get that's they're probably being. I mean, I you know I get that they're being serious about climate stuff, but obviously it's kind of a facetious title to say, oh, we're climate court. But yeah. I kind of feel like that would be like. I feel like sometimes my music um, starts pushing in the direction of not, definitely not like climate awareness, but definitely talking about like yeah. nature and how beautiful it is and right. how much a tragedy it would be if it were, you know, in, indelibly changed. I just talk about death. Like, yeah. that's, and it's funny because I say that, and I think most people naturally would be like, oh, yeah, so you're one of those sad boys. It's like, not. Really? I talk about death in much more of like, um, uh, like, uh, oh, hey, yeah. I, I don't really know how to like say it. I don't, and I mean, I don't exclusively talk about death, but I do talk about death a lot. Um, but it's more just like, I don't know. I just use like my music as my therapy. Like, like things that I'm thinking about and things that I would want to put into words, I typically just put into lyrics. Um, so yeah, when I'm thinking about like, you know, my my friends and my family that have died, when I think about like people who I, I used to love and are no longer a part of my life and whether that pisses me off or whether I feel guilty about that or whatever, like that's typically what I write about. But um, I think you're what's wrong with Skyrim these days. Everyone is obsessed with death. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Jesus Christ, I made a fucking Skyrim joke and it's 2020. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, you you do listen to a lot of fucking Skyrim ambience. Yeah, I do, man. Yeah, I do. It's pretty classic. Classic. This shit is coming on 10 years old. That is just crazy. Like, absolutely nuts. What? It's only 10 years old? What, Skyrim? Yeah. It's, it's creep. So, uh, so yeah, November 11th, um, 2021. So, yeah, I guess a couple oh, wow. years. But yeah, so, it'll it, came, be... it came out in 2011. Wow. I thought it was older than that for some reason. 11, 11, 11. Wow. Yeah. Huh. 11, 11, 11, 11. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, it's about it's about eight and a half years old now. Uh, yes. A little less, but uh, yeah. roughly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, climate and how everything is yeah. fucked. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Death. whatnot. Morbidity. Yep. I love being morbid. 
in my humor, in my songs, in my youth groups. <laughs> yeah, I honestly no, find no, the no. thing I like. I don't know. I guess I just write the thing I write the most about really is just like, it's like mountains. I just love mountains, yeah. and like I love that. Um, I don't know. Even just driving up to the to the stewed. Um, don't fucking call it that. Oh yeah, says the guy who calls groceries grokes. I do <laughs> not either. I call grocery outlet groke out. That is the one grokes. exception. I don't fucking. I've never said that before. Oh my god. Or um, have I? I don't know. Maybe I'm just not self-aware. Um. <laughs> but uh, it's got some grokes. Yeah, pull out to this dude. And um, <laughs> fucking right. And you know, it's just like it's. You know, it started snowing here. Yeah, this, this morning. Yeah, and it's uh, beautiful, snowy, beautiful, beautiful uh, clouds out in the distance, and it's just like the mountains look so peaceful and calm, and and um, I just love it. I just find like that's what I like write about the most. I, I could see myself Damn. like writing post hardcore like about just like really gentle, yeah, stuff. And... Well, that's one of those funny things too, is that I think that like there's a connotation with more of these. Um, heavy genres that people seem to think that it's like all violent and dissonant and that is so fucking far from the case I mean listen to this this is fucking beautiful yeah yeah that's really wonderful this band kicks ass I might have to buy this album I really like that fucking album art too if there's a shirt I might have to fucking get that that's fucking cool also this band is from Milwaukee Wisconsin Trying to see what the oh their um, their record label is from Canada. Just trying to figure out what Canada's about. So they're definitely no strangers to the snowiness. No. That's cool. Um, despite that, though, this album actually does have very little support. It's like um, uh, 21 supporters, which, granted, like that may sound like a lot compared to what I usually say when I'm like, oh, this album doesn't have that much support, but like. Still doesn't really. But it, isn't much at all. No, I mean. no, no. And but I mean, to be fair, this album did just come out November 2019. But like, you know, um, go pick it up. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna have a good. It's a, they have a good, good, good boy sound. Well, I don't want to assume there's boys in the band, but you know, it's a good sound. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. I like it. It's good. You guys are coming to Seattle, fucking uh, HMU. We'll come to a show. I'll get down. I'll get in the pit. I'll get pitted. Wait. <laughs> get pitted like an olive. And get pitted like an olive. I think that has a different connotation. No way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But I'll get. I'll get in a pit for sure. I'll fucking. I'll fucking uh, waggle around like a like a fucking suffocating fish. Mm-hmm. I'll just lie on the ground, fucking doing the Holy Ghost, going like, gah, gah, gah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sponsors, sponsors advice. Oh boy, this has been a good pick. This is a good list, I think, in general. I did a really good job picking this list, I think. Yeah. What do you think, Evan? You about ready to move on, though? I think it's time to move on. I think it's about time to move on. If you want to finish the the album, you go and buy it. So. Yeah, go and buy it. It's five dollars, which is not a lot if you didn't know that. 
But finish the list first. So finish listening to this episode. What? Well, I'm saying finish listening to oh, this yeah. episode. Don't, don't, don't listen to the rest out yeah. of Do listen to the rest of this episode. Don't, don't not of, listen yeah. to the rest of this episode. Don't pause this podcast for any fucking reason. All right. Don't do it. Be right back, people. Okay, people. We are back with our second pick. Uh, The band is Parliament Owls. The album is uh, Span is All That We Can Boast. I'm sorry for that burp. And the title, not the title track, the first track, Coco Bolo. Um, Also, somewhat few picks on this band, uh, 41, which is... I mean, like, I wouldn't shake a stick at it, but, like, you know, certainly worth buying. Mm-hmm. This song, this this sound is fucking sick, though. To me, like, when I look for post-hardcore, this is typically, like, what I'm looking for. And I'm not saying that that last band wasn't. That last band is still very good. But to me, like, the best, like, post-hardcore, well, my favorite, I should say, my favorite post-hardcore bands were, like, um, At the Drive-In and uh the fall of troy and like this reminds me a lot of the fall of troy not in a derivative sense but just in like a a nice soft nostalgia sense Um, melodic and technical listen to me (laughs) yeah uh these guys are from toronto ontario uh sponsor of uh i really need to stop saying that so fucking loosely but uh yeah toronto ontario shout out to the ca and it's just it's fucking sick nice melodic technical very pretty the album artwork is fucking insane Mm -hmm. um it makes me want to bathe in fire in like the best way yeah Um, they got the the aesthetic down to uh down to a t yeah and now I gotta come back to your fucking question that I didn't think about at all (laughs) oh the uh what was my favorite uh emo band let me let me think about that. Why don't you just like go on a fucking Evan rant for a moment while I think about it? Because I, I did love My Chemical Romance, but I I don't think I would say they're my favorite. Yeah, well, I would say they're your favorite, but you know that's just my opinion. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Um, damn, the sun is creeping through. That's pretty beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, illuminating our humble little studio. So, yeah. Anyways, yes, uh, I, Parliament Owls. This is super dope. Um, like I said, um, when I, yeah, when I think like good post-hardcore, I definitely think like a nice equal measure of um, of melodic and technical. And like this is, it's got like the cool like technical shit, like especially like in the um, like chorus C part. Yeah, the da, 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 da. like um, you know like uh, the fact that the rhythm keeps on changing is kind of like um, uh, you know it's kind of like. Spastic, spasmatic. I don't know the word. I don't know words. Spastic, spastic, plastic, um, and uh, spasmatastoplastic. So, uh, phantasmagorical. <laughs> um, and but then like it's also like uh, it, it's very much song oriented. So I like that. I always love when like a band can like play around with like um, being chaotic and uh, jumping all over the place, but always have a sense of like bringing it back to just a simple song form as much as i love just you know straight chaos it's like it's always nice when it's just like married with um uh order orderly chaos so 
You know, I hate to say it for what it is. I think, I think if I'm being honest, the band that in my at my my high school self that I would have been like, you know what, that had to have been my favorite emo band. Don't say it. I'm joking, but... Uh, would have been Fallout Boy. I mean, I listened to a ridiculous amount of Fallout Boy, so I mean, yeah. But see, that's that's what I mean. Is like when I think of like, what did I listen to the most? Would have been because I can think of bands that I remember that I really liked. I really liked Hawthorne Heights. I really liked. Um, 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 Framing Hanley. I loved My Chemical Romance, but I think when like just just sheer volume in like the bands that I would repeat over and over again, it had to have been Fall Out Boy. I listened to the fuck out of Fall Out Boy in high school, and maybe that's cringe to some people. I saw Fall Out Boy. I didn't. I never have. I did like Panic at the Disco for a stint, which is funny, right? Because I liked Panic at the Disco when they like first came out, and then I just really stopped listening to them up until like somewhat recently, and now their sound is so fucking different. Um, I can't believe that, yeah, they're still like actually relevant. To not only relevant, but they're like on like every fucking radio station because their their hits now are like super poppy. Like, I hate to say it for what it is, and I might catch a lot of flack for this, but their career seems somewhat somewhat similar to like the career path that like um uh maroon five took yeah. like maroon five's yeah. first couple of albums were like a lot of people realized and i i know a lot of people now are going to hear this and be like that's not true but their first couple of albums were like really unique and really different and a lot of people were really fucking into it it's and crazy that really i still remember spearheaded. like maroon 5's first album yeah out. that was like 2003 or 2004 yeah it was really Holy long shit. time ago and that shit really crazy. spearheaded their career and gave them that unique sound but they started getting that would be the difference, I think, is that it took a while, I think, for Panic! at the Disco to go pop-oriented. Maroon 5 went pop pretty fucking quick. And when they did, they just, like, never really looked back. Yeah. Now, I know there's definitely going to be some people that hear that and say, like, you're comparing Panic! at the Disco's sound to Maroon 5's sound. I am absolutely not doing that. I am somewhat loosely comparing their their prolificness the way that they like became mm-hmm. um their their uh what's the way to word that not not their timeline or anything but y- you know what i mean like i'm yeah. somewhat comparing their direction but not their sound they mm-hmm. don't sound any what alike in their pop sense they don't sound alike in their early sense they don't sound anything alike but the way that they evolve. There we go. There we yeah. Their mm-hmm. evolution is mm-hmm. somewhat similar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, goodness gracious. I guess that was the terminus of that. Yeah. The fucking uh, what? That was, the, that was where that train ended. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I. I, I Rune Five's first album was pretty fucking cool though. Mm-hmm. I can't fuck with them now, if I'm being honest. Like, all the shit that Adam Levine does now. And, you know, I think he's a plenty good singer, and I might catch shit for that. That's okay. I think Adam Levine is a good singer. I just think the music they make now is, like, 
who fucking cares? Like, every time I hear one of their songs, they'll be like, oh, did he do something cool? Oh, no. Yeah. No, no he didn't. Yeah. Guess and I can't. do like Brendan Urie a lot more than I like Adam Levine. So, you know, Brendan Urie, if you're listening to this for whatever reason, hit me up. Yeah. Like that would ever Yeah, I saw, the, I saw like a compilation video of... of um, Panic at the Disco, like at, at recent shows, being requested to play "I Write Sins, Not Tragedies." <laughs> yeah, and him just like cringing backwards and just like, "Oh my God, here we go again." Yeah, yeah. So that song still gets play on the radio. Uh, Isn't that something? On 107.7 at least. The end. Yeah. That well, I mean, sad. part of me wishes, I guess, that it's like it's like it's mm. one thing to be like, "Oh man, that's." That sucks that they just have to keep resting on their laurels. It's like, hey, I wish I would have written a song so good and catchy back in the day that I yeah, yeah. still make money off of it. Yeah, that would be cool. But, yeah. That being said, how fucking sick is this band? The band is sick, for sure. If, if I put a thermometer in the mouth of this band, I would say it would probably come to 103 degrees because that shit is dangerously hot. <laughs> Um, Might need to go to a hospital. That's a really bad fever. <laughs> yeah. I really like the production work. I think it's uh, oh, yeah. tight and on point. Um, yeah. I wonder... Um, I wonder where... Could you see like if this was... Uh, where this was recorded? What would you like? Go down to the description or the information. Like yeah, that. bro. Are you going to be able to read that? Yeah. Um... So this is your info. This is like thanks. God, it's badass. Hang on. Yeah, not really a description so much as like, well, I mean a literal description for sure. Like, hey, here's the band and everything yeah. that went into it but none like hey let's talk about what this music is yeah, which is fine by me by all means yeah Toronto I mean obviously has a great um, pedigree for, oh, for music yeah. production music studios absolutely and, well I mean a lot of shit. good music I think comes out of uh, Ontario in general yep for sure we've I mean I'm sure we've listed several good that's one thing like I can't ever remember fucking places that bands are from like I'll remember names I'll remember songs I'll remember fucking albums sometimes but like areas I, I have a I have a hard time remembering but I feel like Ontario and probably Toronto specifically we've had several good bands that we've listed throughout the, the fucking years now um come through this show um yeah Canada's just lucky we let them live <laughs> Canada's lucky we don't send our fucking uh, our uh, commander in briefs at them. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. I was just in Canada. You know that. I was in Canada um, last weekend. So almost like like four or five days ago. What part? 
I was in Victoria, British Columbia, uh, with my good friends, uh, Mark and Megan. Shout out to Mark and Megan. What's up? Thanks for uh, thanks for keeping my ass alive for a couple of days. Isn't it like the, isn't Give it, me a place this to is stay. like the second time you've been to Victoria in the past like six months or something? No. I haven't been to Victoria since I was a fucking child. Didn't you just like, go to Canada? I haven't been to Canada recently. Oh, I guess maybe you like, maybe you... Um... The last time I think I went to Vancouver was with you. Yeah. And that was a while ago. I think. I've been to Canada in a while, bro. I just like yeah, I remember um Yeah. Well I guess I guess maybe you'd been talking about it for a while and then like I think Yeah, you, like, I have been talking about it for a while, yeah. You might have, like, that is a thing, yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's been that that long since I've been to Portland too, so that might be a, a bit of a mix up. I'm not sure, but yeah, anyways. Uh, uh, yeah, I went to Victoria. It was pretty cool. Um, I didn't have any beaver tails. I would have liked to. Those are fucking delicious. Have you ever had a beaver tail? Hell no. Do you know what those are even? No. Have you ever had an elephant ear? No. Have you ever had an enema? What about like a funnel cake? An enema? A funnel cake? How did you get enema out of funnel cake? Well, you said uh, enema. Uh, have you had a funnel cake? <laughs> Yeah, I've had a funnel cake. All right, so if you take a funnel cake, right? Uh-huh. And I mean, realistically, in my opinion, the biggest difference between like a funnel cake and an elephant ear is where funnel cakes have like varying thickness and then they have like holes in them and shit. Elephant ears don't. They're like very flat and like pancakey, but it's like the same type of dough, still fried. Um, oh, I thought you meant just like eating a cake through a funnel. Because I do that like frequently. Yeah, I've watched you do it. <laughs> fucking asshole. An yeah. elephant ear is kind of like that. Uh, a beaver tail is like that, but more shaped like a beaver's tail, so it's a lot smaller than an elephant. Well, it's like, it's about this big. You can see where I'm... <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> it's probably about a little bit bigger than the size of your shoe. Uh, but the, the thing with a beaver tail, it's a little bit different. You typically see is that they have a lot more options for toppings than you'll see for most funnel cakes or elephant ears. So it'll be like, oh yeah, you want this covered in like peanut butter and Nutella and M&M's or whatever? Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're like, you want cinnamon and sugar or like, you know, whatever. Like, they're fucking good. But yeah, they're kind of similar to like funnel cakes. But the big thing is where we have funnel cakes typically only at like fairs. They have just like beaver tail stands. Here's one thing I'll say I really like about Canada, at least uh, British Columbia, which is pretty much exclusively what I'm familiar with with Canada. I really enjoy that while they have a lot of the fast food options that we do, they have a lot more healthy alternatives that are very accessible. There's like a ton of fucking like tandoori chicken places and shit. Like there's a lot and falafel and you know, shit. There's a lot more like options for relatively convenient food that is considerably healthier than what you get in the States. Um, because, you know, they give a shit about their health in Canada and their health care and everything, which obviously we don't too much. Um, yeah, but uh, which yeah. is uh, which makes me think because I remember you said yesterday that they uh, don't allow menthol cigarettes like they're illegal or whatever. Correct. And I'm like, good on them, man. I just yeah. like, I just like 
the more I, I think about, I wouldn't be that upset if we banned tobacco outright. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because I was just, I just. It'll think never about, happen. Because I mean, I yeah. Mind. I mean, I, I know, of course, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I used to smoke cigarettes. Um, yeah, I did too. Um, and, and it's just like it's Don't something that I, that I think about like frequently, and I'm just like, it's one of those things where it's like. What fucking purpose does it serve? Yep, it serves absolutely no purpose. You like, you become addicted to a thing where it's just like, you go to a, a gas station and say, "Hey, I want that pack of just shit that will just kill me and make it harder to breathe and make my skin look pale." Well, that's and the thing that's funny is that like my teeth turn yellow. Of and, course, there's the argument that it's like, well, yeah, but t- tobacco, like, actually, you know, it does a lot to like calm nerves and like make you like reduce anxiety and everything it's like yeah it's true but most of the anxiety that it reduces is caused by not doing it yeah so it's like yeah maybe the very first time you do it it will have a slight positive benefit but then the addiction from not fucking doing it causes more of that problem yeah so yeah, so I, I say I'm I'm just like you know I hear that they that they uh, you know um, ban menth- mentholated cigarettes. I'm like man, that's that's awesome. That's like a good first yeah. step into yeah, like yeah. just making that shit just like go away. Just yeah. tobacco companies. I just think about the idea of a just a big tobacco company just making this shit that's just made to kill people. I mean, how fucking Mon- apropos fucking is that for American? consumerism and fucking capitalism in general though that that's the big thing that it's like most of the way the company operates are just specifically designated to how much money can we make regardless of what the outcome is and i think fucking big tobacco is such a fucking epitome of that idea that it's just like well we're making a ton of money what is it that we're profiting off of literally creating addicts and killing people mm-hmm. all right fuck them yeah and and then I, mean, I, think- I just think that's such a fucking such a nice euphemism for american consumerism yeah and I think that, yeah, the next, um, so obviously vaping, now vaping is getting, you know, a lot of people are coming after that, and that's that's great. Yeah. But then I think the next big thing is, is going to be big energy drink companies. Like, they are the next, yeah. like, oh, because yeah. they're, the way they're growing and the way they're just subtly, like, in... And well, deceptively marketing and I can, towards young I can child, talk like about children. that for a fucking for a fucking two hours because my big I honestly and I know like a lot of people may may uh, have um, may have odds with me saying this I am much more disgusted by them than I am big tobacco and I know ultimately like the big idea is that it's like yeah but like caffeine isn't designed to kill people whereas like that's all that fucking tobacco is doing is making you sick and killing you i understand that but there is a lot of there is a lot of negative pr towards tobacco like I don't know if there's a person over the age of, like, 13 that doesn't know that tobacco is bad for you. No, yeah, I know I shouldn't, but I still do anyways, and that's their adult decision. The normalization of caffeine in our country is fucking insane. Like, the idea that it's like, well, this is a totally fine thing to put in your body. Yeah, exactly. It's You're not right. a yeah, stimulant. It's, like, it's not you, a drug. When you go to the gas station, you see all the cigarettes behind the counter. You, you know that, like, that's a bad thing you shouldn't do. Right. But, but you, you go through the Starbucks drive-thru, you're like, 
like, oh, yeah, hey, I'll get a couple of Starbucks. Or, hey, you know, I'll go buy that energy drink from the grocery store. You don't or, think hey. that caffeine actually is kind of slowly killing you, too? It does not have, like, really any very important well, the fact that it's in fucking everything every and goddamn it's in thing fucking you drink. everything it it's is like, in it's like everything my kids like to fucking get a hold of the fucking dr pepper and just yep. guzzle it down i'm like yep. like oh yeah that's got actually a lot of caffeine in it especially for young children caffeine is fucking disgusting but that's my big thing is like that that's the part that i'm the part that I'm so at fucking odds with is not that people want to use it. That's fine because we could we could talk about that. Like people like smoking. That's fine. That's you're an adult. That's your decision. But people have like and it does make such, you cool. So there's that. Part yeah, of yeah. It too. There's such a normalization to caffeine that that if you talk about the idea of like yeah you know caffeine's like actually not good for you and you probably shouldn't consume a whole lot of it people are like wow where is that coming from like obvious science that's all over the place like the fact that if you don't have it you feel like shit um there's a lot of fucking reasons that should be very obvious to point out that caffeine is very not good for you it's interesting um, too be- yeah because like I mean, it's such a staple. Yeah. Oh, you it know, fucking pisses me off. I know. It's like, it's the thing, too, where it sucks because, I, I mean, I'll be the first to admit that I, I'm addicted to caffeine like crazy. Yeah. Um, I have a really, really in and out addiction with it. Like, right now, I have a problem, but yeah. in a couple of weeks, I'll probably go completely off of it again. Yeah, you know, I managed, like, a, about a year ago, I managed to quit for... Oh, about a month, I guess. I've been off of it for like a couple of months, up until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I just really needed to get shit done, and I was just tired a lot. Yeah, but I think the thing that sucks, like lately, is that like it's one thing to like drink a cup of coffee that you brewed at home, and it's another thing yeah, to drink a too. fucking bang or a monster. Yeah. Um, and I find that like I am addicted to the taste of like energy drinks now and like yeah. I don't enjoy drinking like a just home well, a huge uh, part of the fucking cup of coffee, yeah yeah which a is huge, a shame a huge part of the energy drinks thing too isn't even the caffeine it's like all the sugar which I mean Bang doesn't have any of that alright fine well still got but, chemicals that are not but right I was gonna you. say but it's all of the other shit so too, I won't get fat drinking right. it but I'll get cancer drinking it <laughs> yeah right yeah so anyways but 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 to be fair, Bang does have CoQ10 in it. So when it does overload you on caffeine and starts working your heart out really hard, at least it does have CoQ10 to make your heart healthier as well. Yeah. Which is like, I'm sure negligible by the damage that you're doing. But yeah, and it's, it's just the fact that it's a copious amount of caffeine. And yeah, it's just like it is a ridiculous amount it's like, of caffeine. Not only should you not be drinking caffeine at all. Did you'll need it, but 300 milligrams yeah. for like an 18 year old, like you know who weighs 130 pounds. Dude, consider pounds too. That I Holy started drinking crap. fucking energy drinks. I think when I was like 14, and that's not uncommon. So mm-hmm. to think like, oh yeah, a young, growing, developing child drinking like insane amounts of caffeine, like you're gonna have issues when you become a young adult. Yeah, yeah, Just it's disturbing like because you know we have like. Like medical science is getting more and more advanced all the time, and and people who are like you know like toddlers and and you know young children nowadays are you know of in the generation that's 
that's probably going to live the longest due to medical advancements, but also is probably most prone to getting addicted to um, energy drinks and um, other addictive bullshit. Yeah. That's gonna like. I just think we should just legalize cocaine already. I'm for that. Yeah, not for prohibition on cocaine. Yeah, prohibition has been going on too long. It's the 20s, so you know. Yeah, it's the roaring 20s. It's It's the roaring 20s. The prohibition on the yeah on stuff, but you know, post hardcore is great. So yeah, there we go. We bring it all back. Yeah, that was a long fucking rant. That was probably unnecessary, but hey. I was in Canada. That's how we fucking started all of this. Uh, I was in Victoria. I find a lot of things about your country, uh, Canada, very interesting. Um, mostly good. Uh, I do think Canada Tire is a little strange. Um, but, of course, that's just because I'm just not used to it. But it's a cool store, but, like, it's just a little odd. Tim Hortons is all right. Tim Hortons is all right. Tim Hortons is probably the best fucking coffee option around. Tim Hortons is like what Dunkin' Donuts wishes it was. And to me, Dunkin' Donuts is a way better version of Starbucks than Starbucks. And granted, Dunkin's been around a lot longer than fucking Starbucks. So in my opinion, if you take all three of those, I'll fucking take Tim Hortons any day. Yeah. You have to, and I mean you absolutely must try the fucking Beyond Meat breakfast sandwich at Tim Hortons. You have to. It's so fucking good. It's one of the best breakfast sandwiches I've had. And it's fast food. That's another thing I'd really fucking love to see before I'm an old man is the the, uh, massive decrease of fast food. But that'll probably never happen. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Evan. Evan! Dude. You got ready to move on or what? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So thank you so much, Parliament Owls. Um, Hit us up if you're ever in Seattle and you want a uh, a nice glass of, uh, or a mug of uh, herbal tea. Yeah. We'll get together. We'll do it. Yeah, let's have an energy drink together. Let's have an energy drink. Let's have some a few lines. <laughs> Maybe a fucking bottle of absinthe. I got a nice bottle of absinthe claws up there, so I'll share. <laughs> Anyways, on to the next pick. Okay, people. We're back with our last pick. Um, like, yeah, I can't fucking keep that up. <laughs> I'd love to, but like, it is gonna take me a long time. Band is called, uh, I think it's Dronte. They are French. I have no fucking idea how to pronounce that album. Uh, Evan, if you want to try, but before we do that, let's start playing their first track, uh, Champion and Seti, I believe. Again, French, and I am not French, so. Um, Evan, you want to try and read that out? Well, I wrote the Metro, so I I think I understand French pretty well in and out. Um, Quelque part entre la guerre et la... La La chatte. La chatte. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, it sounded French. (laughs) But I have no idea. This fucking album slaps, though. Yeah. Yeah, so this cool. Is, yeah. That's a saxophone, by the way, that I'm hearing. 
got yeah, a lot of cool instruments going on here. Yeah, and obviously, yeah, it's it's really cool to hear like a, a neat regional take on on uh, post hardcore. Because typically, oh, yeah. I think post hardcore. I really think. I like, don't think of marimbas. Well, and I don't think French. I, I think like no, I American, think particularly like Midwest American. Yep. Um, yep. 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 And Which like, is funny because yeah. our last, our first pick was that, and our last pick was pretty close to that. <laughs> Because despite yeah, that, yeah, they were yeah. in the states, they're just above it. Toronto, Toronto. Yeah, this shit is fucking cool. I like this. Well, I mean, Toronto is like what in Great. That's Great Lake. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, yeah. Basically, it's basically Midwest America. There's something about the Great Lakes that just yeah, yeah. stirs up. Emotions. Well, that's what, and you know, it's funny too. I've, I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying like something from the United States is American because like. That disqualifies North America and South America United from States being America. <laughs> well, I say yeah, like like I'll say like stateside or something like that. The motherland. Okay. <laughs> but like yeah, I'll be like yeah, that's so like apropos of the states or something like that. Or like uh, yeah, well you know this thing we have back stateside, you know shit like that. Um, because yeah, like Canada is plenty American. It's just not. United States of American. Mm-hmm. It's its own type of American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if you call it North America, it's like, well, but the states are North America. God, uh, can't fucking win. <laughs> can't win. But you can win against the French. Are you sure that's what you want to go with? They're going to get sued by the French. Yeah. Hey to France, do not sponsor us or fight us. Let's go with fight. I could, I think I could hold my own against France. I'm gonna fucking stay out of this. Like this is this is he is not being representative of myself. He's not being representative of the podcast. What he is saying in his shit talking of France is purely purely on the head of Evan Halfman. I love France. I do. I've never been to France, but I'd really like to go. I think I said that in the last podcast. Yep. I said it recently, at least. I've been to France. I've also been under France. I don't care. I've been under France. Why? English Channel. Oh, right. Yeah. That's cool. So, you know, I know France in and out. I like your guys' fries. Yeah, the first the first French fry wasn't made in France. Yeah, it's made in Greece. Oh my God, you're sick. <laughs> That's illegal. Well, That's I figured illegal. you being a dad, you'd appreciate that. <laughs> anyway. That's a good one. fuck. I'm gonna use that now. Actually, <laughs> it's actually really fucking dumb. You know, because like, yeah, at at my work, there's this like guy who will so who badass. I see every couple of weeks, and he's like, he's like, hey, like, you got any good jokes? Because he's like one of those jokester guys, and I'm just like. I'm like honestly, no. I, I'm I'm not like a joke person. I don't have like this cache of jokes in my head that I can just use at any time, like a like a fucking like a Rolodex. But like, but honestly, like that's a good quick one, and obviously yeah. very safe for work. Let's see if I can. There are a couple I can. Think let's see of if that I can. Not safe. For yeah, work. I was gonna say. Speaking of not safe for work, let's see if I can remember to put a censorship in. He's <laughs> just like, you got any good like got any good jokes for me? Be like, yeah. So. Uh, these two nuns are rubbing their... <laughs> <laughs>
And you just like start that out. You're like, all right, I don't want to hear the rest of this. <laughs> oh that, no, don't worry. That was the whole joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah don't you got worry. the punchline. That'll be really bad if I forget to censor that out. <laughs> it's uh, not. It's not like anything too too bad, but like I don't think the internet would like it. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I think uh, I think this music is really interesting and unique, and uh, yeah, just like the inclusion of like all the acoustic instrumentation yeah. is like just so like um, si- uh, signature, such a signature of like French um, personality. Yeah, and just like the language that they're speaking in is just reminds me of French. So. <laughs> something about it that just has a French quality to it. I would argue that the best French instrument is the language. Oh my god. I guess that actually is like maybe a good <laughs> good statement, I guess. It's like that, that, oh, I think the fuck. last thing I just said there maybe actually was had, had a had a dash of wisdom. But the other things were just stupid. <laughs> Unequivocally stupid. But hey, that's alright. And make an fuck. ass out of myself. I actually had to step away from the microphone so I didn't fucking. What are you, Tezonde? I step away from the microphone when I breathe. <laughs> I did the thing. You guys can't see it, but maybe <laughs> yeah, someday. He did, yeah. yeah I yeah. saw him do the thing. Tezonde, oh, sponsor boy. us and fight us. Chocolate rain. Maybe sick of Tezonde actually sponsored us and then fought us. And then fight us. <laughs> You're going to... I, I wish I could do his voice. I can't get that deep right now. If I had, like, just woken up, I could probably do a taser day, but my yeah. fucking vocal cords are so slack when I wake up. Actually, I honestly wouldn't fast. mind if Dramatic Gopher actually sponsored us. And <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Wait, that's not what it is. Like, dun, dun, dun. That's what it is. Yeah, I... Yeah. yeah. Let's just let fucking listen to this music for a minute. Facile. I think facile means easy. I don't know, but I said let's be quiet and listen to this music. I'm gonna have to take you into the punishment room later. The oubliette. Jesus pissing Christ! Fermez les yeux. Sautez par la fenêtre. D'accord means okay. I don't really know that much French. I just know enough to know that you're wrong. <laughs> D'accord. Oh boy. Um. Wow. Evan, you pet any good dogs recently? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I pet Darion yesterday. That's right. Little good, he's an oldie but goodie. Little D, as they call him. He's got blueberry eyes. Yeah, he's a little cute boy. Yeah, a little cute boy. A little cute stink, that one is. He is a little stink. Whew. I think this, like, sound to me, like, 
like kind of prove something that I I've like thought for a long time, and that is that acoustic guitars are just as heavy, if not more heavy, than electric, like heavy, you know, over overdriven electric guitars. I think acoustic guitars just have like um, just a natural just punch that that like electric instrumentation just can't really touch without extreme assistance. Well, okay, yeah. For, like I was like, I really don't know if I agree with you, but when you added that last statement, I'm like, yep, yeah, definitely. So yeah, if, if you took like an electric guitar, I mean, and that's that's the thing, right? Is if you took a, an electric guitar and played it through a clean channel for sure like your acoustic guitar is going to be heavier it's just going to sound heavier if you put distortion on i think they're kind of getting to a somewhat equal level but yeah it's when you like drive the shit out of your guitar you like down tune it and everything it's like that's yeah your electric guitar in my opinion it's gonna sound heavier well and what i'm saying is like you know take like a you know take like a you know an ibanez whatever you know the the whatever just some metal you know, got metal humbuckers in it or something. Yeah. And then plug it into like a JCM 800, you know, and and you know dial it up to fucking you know to eight on the gain, and then the you know turn up the master to like. I never turn my gain that high anymore. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. Well, yeah. Or you know turn it to whatever. Yeah. Crank the volume. Add then, some fucking bass. And then just and just like and just you know fret like an E an E chord and just just let it play. And it's like okay, heavy, thick crunchy it's gonna be great it's gonna sound good in a band context and whatnot but i mean then go pick up like uh you know a, a uh, you know a, a gibson j45 uh you know dreadnought and just like do the same thing with an e chord and just slam it with a with a pick and it, it just like just the natural growl to me is so much I, and of course i totally understand it's a very subjective thing but to me like that natural growl of the, the wood like reverberating and projecting in front of you is just so much more powerful and heavy than like yeah. um, than you know a, a thick I wonder growly. I wonder if you could somewhat simulate that by putting like bronze uh, strings on an electric guitar maybe so I know part of it is obviously the it's the environment of the guitar itself that's creating the that tone and the ambience but yeah. Yeah. And all that being said, I mean, obviously the electric guitar can do so fucking much more than an acoustic guitar ever could. Yeah. Um, and and I mean, yeah. And then with uh, a, a trace of like actual assistance, you know, you can actually get an electric guitar to sound like to, to go to like yeah, go to like any like universe you want, and uh, you know. Just, yeah. you can take it to the stratosphere um, easily. But, but yeah, something about acoustic guitar, especially with the fact that, I mean, it acoustic instruments are really just, like, um, all about dynamics. I mean, at any moment, you can be playing softly and quietly and beautiful clean and then just slam on it and it becomes huge. This dude screaming reminds me so much of fucking... And I know you said it first, but you've stolen my comments a few times, so, so you know, suck on that. Um, it reminds me so much of fucking early Opeth. Yep. Which is a phenomenal thing. Absolutely. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. But it's like, no, 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 that's about, that's as, cool love, yeah, as, about like, as cool as you get when it comes to screaming and growling. Yeah. What do you think about the new Opeth? 
I have let's do it yet. I I would like to, but I haven't. But here's the thing. I don't I know how to, to feel. I listened to Well, I'm pretty sure when it first came out, you're like, oh, it's great. But I, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, though. It's just like their last four albums. It's like I, I hear the first couple songs, and I'm like, this is going to be promising, and I'm really going to be happy when it comes out. Yeah. And it just kind of doesn't deliver. It just... I, I still feel like they're floating around trying to find their new identity. Here's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like a decade, exactly, more than exactly a decade that. after, exactly after uh, Watershed came out. So here's my thing. Heritage. Um, I liked a couple of songs maybe off of Heritage. Overall, I hated that fucking album. It was album. an awkward album. There, that was their, Awkward that, to say the that least. That was their first like step off of like their their comfortable island where they had their main yeah. sound. And it's funny because I, I now that you've said that, I do feel the same way because like every time they're like, oh, check out the, this is the single from the album. I'll listen to it and be like, wow, this is really good. And then I listen to the album and I'm like, this single was good. Yeah. The rest of the album, like, what the fuck are you doing? I, I feel like a so lot like, of the times it's like spitballing there. They're yeah. really just trying to find something that sticks. So, like, to me, when I heard, like, uh, The Devil's Orchard off of Heritage, I was like, wow, that is badass. And I remember, yeah, the whole, like, God is dead. God is yeah. dead. I was like, man, this is fucking sick. And then fucking uh, Eternal Rains Will Come off of Pale Communion was badass and still is. But the whole rest but, of the album. The whole rest of the like, album. It feels like, pink, so like, there's, like there's songs that feel like they're like fucking Pink Floyd clones almost to me. And I'm like, what is this? I know. And then like. And then Sorceress. I can't even remember a song from Sorceress. Um, yeah, the, the, the title track, I think. Yeah. Um, and it was but, like, all right. Dun, 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 yeah. Um, but I haven't heard, I don't think I've heard anything from the new album just because I just didn't want to be fucking disappointed again. It, I, I think they took a creative step in their new album that I, I think, that I think is just fucking awesome. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that I think is just awesome. Uh, that I, it, it, it's interesting to me that it took so, so long for them to have the, the sort of audacity <laughs> um, to like, but you know, the, it's a Swedish language album. I they, just want Ghost Reveries back. But they also have, um, you know, they also did an English language version of the album, so that's so yeah. bold in its own way. But of course, the Swedish language version is interesting because you actually get to really hear Michael Ockerfeld speak in his. Do mother you mean tongue. Lars? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, in his mother tongue. And I think yeah, that's yeah. so interesting, especially because... Yeah, it is. The lyrics are primarily written. He had to sort of force it in with uh, with English. And so it's just like, yeah, you really listen to the Swedish version to get the, the natural feel. But, um, but that being said, it's like, it's just, in a word, it's underwhelming. And it, like, it's a, it's a good album. Um... And it's Opeth, but it's still just like, it's still like they can't find their identity. Well, and see, that's the thing that I, I hate so much is that, one, I completely agree with you, but I feel like they had their identity. They had it, and it was so perfect for mm -hmm. so long. And now they're on this campaign 
to find a new one and they're like yeah nothing just really fits and it's like i think nothing really fits because you were already in the right and gave that away yeah. like nothing is gonna sound fully right after that and like that that's my funny thing is i, I can't think of a band and I'm sure there's several, and I just literally can't think of them right now. I can't think of a band that has done what they're doing successfully. But they're like, we're going to decide to just radically change our sound to like being almost a completely different band with just vague semblances of what we originally did. And then, like, that'll work out. Yeah, and... Um, it, and I mean, this, this might be a, an opinion that that uh, that a lot of people might disagree with, but I don't think there's honestly much of anything wrong with a band resting on their laurels if if they know their identity like to the core. Yeah. If they know what they're doing and they have like I think of like Built to Spill. Built to Spill, like all their albums sound the same, but they are so good at their sound that yeah. they they shouldn't change. And I think about like the national. Their their sound is so um, refined that there's no reason for them to like try to find some new sound to right. surprise people. Um, and and so for yeah for me like that was that was like that's Opeth's like identity crisis. I feel like yeah. and I think of like the first track from from their new album. Um, I think about the fact that it it uh, like it has like. Of course, it has Mellotron because you know every open album has to have, you know, yeah, yeah. start out with Mellotron, and then like, and then it has like this electronic thing where it's like, and it's just like, what are you doing? Like, are you just, did you just pick up a an electronic like uh, you know a synthesizer or a sequencer just to like, just to um, you know, like say, oh hey, let's try that. It just, it just feels so random, yeah. and it doesn't make sense, and and. Yeah, just to go on record for for water championship hood of of uh, twenty twenty, uh, I've gone through a half a bottle of water. Evan is cracking his second bottle of water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so either he's a really thirsty boy, or he is uh, in hard contention for uh, contention. You know what I mean? For uh, for water championship. Put him away. Yeah. I put him away. Sure enough. I put that. I put that agua away, bro. I'd like to finish one bottle by the end of the podcast, but yeah, you're you're a good way in your. I put away that now. dihydrogen fucking monoxide like it is no one's business. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do really like this music though. Like did, I know it's been a minute since we talked about it. Did but. this uh, start over? No, this oh, was so. What what we listened to when we were listening earlier was it started from track four. Oh, and that's what we just yeah got to to finish, and then now we're on to track five. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a video for track four. I'm guessing that's what this is right here, so we can go back and watch that later if you want when we're done. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, like the identity of this 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 band, it like when I say it sounds like French in its identity, like I mean I'm not like even like being presumptuous or anything because it's like it it reminds me of um of of uh, Tabor, it reminds me of um, Tabor. Uh, What's Tabor? I think that was his name, wasn't it? The, uh, uh, oh, your friend Th- Thomas Aubert, yeah. Oh, uh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, I think you're right. I was like, God, that sounds familiar. 
Yeah, it, it reminds me of, of yeah, like of his work cool. and, and like he was his stuff is like really big on like um like we uh, could do a list on French someday. Yeah. We could totally include him. Yeah. I mean granted like that would be like an extra inclusion and we'll have no, to No, no, I'd be like, totally happy for that to be uh, yeah, yeah. an honorable mention. Right. But yeah. yeah, like when we included um um not not Santa Oberwin. Uh uh our friend Obsidian Needle. Yes. In the last um Good lord, dark ambient list we did. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, did I tell you how I totally fucking blew our load with the last podcast? I titled, I titled it uh, like um, uh, "Folk Two." This time it's melancholy, and I was just thinking, "Wow, I really, really should have saved that joke for Jazz Two because I should have done Jazz Two. This time it's personal." Jaws too. Holy crap! Is that what Jaws Two is called? Uh, was it not? <laughs> Isn't that like the joke, or am I thinking of something else? <laughs> I have no idea. This is something that I've always said, but I've never known like where it actually came from. I, I think that I just always, I just it, always but... assumed because it was like oh sequels of movies were like. Oh, but this time the stakes are higher and it's more personal. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jaws the Revenge had the tagline this time it's personal. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> so, yeah, it should have been, oh, fuck, been yeah. Jazz too. It. this time it's personal. Well, it's okay. You can make the same joke again and people won't mind. <laughs> well, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's like, it's like when I see... Uh, when it's like sometimes like when it, it's like July 4th um, I'll see people be like may the 4th may the 4th be with you it's like oh shut the fuck up on Ju- in July and, and I'm like I'm like you realize that there's already a Star Wars day on May 4th <laughs> yeah true it's like oh come on silly by the way if you get to a point of drinking a third bottle of water I'm not giving you one <laughs> I did finish mine though, so yeah, hell yeah. Hydrate or dehydrate, you know what I mean? Although then again, this is purified water, which is like not awesome for you, so so don't sponsor us, Aquafina, because I'm talking shit about your water. It makes it easier to drink though, but you know. At what cost? Anyways. Oh, man, I think I'm about tapped, people. I'm tapped like a fucking party keg. What do you think? What do you think, Edward? Tapped like a basic mountain. Oh my god. I'm tapped like three land for three mana. Fucking nerd. Um, wow, that took me by surprise a little bit somehow. You know, people, we've had a lot of fun today. Um, Evan shot heroin into his eye. It was fucking something. I watched. His eye is literally turning fucking black and, like, necrotic. My eyes are red and my teeth are green. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to top that. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, you know, all of the standards... Don't smoke meth. 
Um, don't abduct children as they're coming off of their fucking school buses. Like, wait until they get at least halfway home. Like, don't, no, don't abduct children. Like, that's fucked up in general. Like, do not, do not, do not do that. If you do, you're a fucking garbage person and you belong in hell prison. Hey, what's wrong um, with garbage people? They do fucking good work. That's true. Well, but that's, yeah. It, mm. <laughs> I'm trying to find the way to argue that, but I don't think I really can. Uh, it's a dirty job and someone's got it. If you read, make sure you don't read in low light because that's bad for your eyes. <laughs> But if you don't have to read, then don't. Also, yeah, don't be on your you. phone past like you know nine o'clock or so. You know, or at least if you are, put the blue light filter on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you see Super Mario doing plumbing work, don't ask him to go into the pipe. He's probably tired of it. <laughs> That's probably how he got to work in the first place. <laughs> Um, Jesus but do toss a coin to your Witcher. Bye, people. Bye.